Hey, bestie, you're listening to the Selfie Queen Podcast, where with a little bit of self-love and self-confidence, I help you drop the insecurities you're wearing and step boldly into the confident, badass selfie queen you are. I'm your host and selfie coach, Liberty Edwards. Welcome to the show. Hey, besties, welcome back. Today is my 14-year wedding anniversary. I cannot even believe it. And to top that off, we are closing on our dream home, a home that we have wanted for a long time. And I this just feels so crazy to me. And I'm going to tell you why. Seven years ago, Mm, give or take seven years ago, my husband and I were in a really bad place. We had been married for just about seven years and we were raising two children. And those of you out there who are in the thick of it, um, I can't help but think of that back to your again song right now. Into the thick of it, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. Ugh right? Like when you're in the nitty gritty of being married and raising kids, you know that feeling of ugh. And so seven years ago, my husband and I were in the thick of it. We were raising our children. Our daughter was seven. Our son was two. Things were chaotic. And there was a moment during that time where it just felt like the best option for us was to walk away from everything, divorce, split everything, you know, like just start over. But instead, we didn't. And I attribute a huge, huge, huge part of our success to selfies. And dare I say, yes, selfies saved my marriage. I'm sure I just got the biggest eye roll from you of all time because come on, how in the hell can selfies save a marriage? Well, I'm going to tell you because I truly, truly believe this and I tell this to all of my friends and all of my followers every single year that my husband and I have another anniversary because we're celebrating another year and it's because of selfies. So back when we were going through the thick of it, I remember sitting down and really just trying so hard to remember why I loved this man, why we had this marriage, why we fell in love in the first place. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a little dramatic to say I was trying to figure out why I loved this man because there are so many amazing qualities. He's a hard worker. He's loyal and he is fucking handsome. Okay, excuse my French, but he is handsome. But when you're sitting there in the middle of all of it, you still kind of think to yourself, what are we doing? And so I was trying to remember why I fell in love with him, how I fell in love with him, what our life was like before we had a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. And besties, we were flirtatious as hell. And when I say that we were flirtatious, I mean, this man texted me all day, every day. Good morning. How are you? I love you. Good night. Good morning. How are you? I love you. Good night. And I would send him selfies all the time. Now, when we met, I was 21, 
22 years old and girl, well, first of all, (laughs) I was 22, about 145 pounds, had not had any children and had the perkiest sea breasts with naturalness, you know, like we did not appreciate ourselves in our 20s. Let's just say that mamas, if you're sitting here riding 39 on the edge of 40, Let's just say we did not really know what we had when we were 21, but we knew enough to know that we could flaunt that a little bit, right? And we could flirt. And so I would send him selfies all the time and I would send him little texts all throughout the day because he worked and I was a nanny and I was also just a 22-year-old girl, 21-year-old girl living my best 21-year-old life. And I chuckle because ladies, you know, if you're 35 and above, you know your best years are now. Like, okay, let's not kid ourselves. 21 was the hard time. 31 is getting to the best life. And 39 is, girl, I don't give an F what you think. I'm living my best life. Give me the wine. Give me the sand between my toes. And give me all the clothes I can fit in my closet, right? You get the drift. Even if you're not exactly like me, you're feeling pretty good right now. But when I was 21, 22, I was constantly reminding my husband what he had at home or what he could take out on Friday night, right? So he would say good morning and I would say good morning. And throughout the day, I would send him a flirty little text and remind him that I was still here and I was his boo and 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 kind of let him know, like, I can't wait for the weekend because I really just want to go out with you. I want to spend time with you. I want to make out with you. You know, I want to I want to hold you. I want to wake up in the morning with you because, like, on the weekends, we could spend the night together, right? And it was just this young love that is not held down by responsibilities, by bills, by the laundry that you have forgotten to take out of the washing machine for the third day in a row. So now it has that really weird smell, right? And you have to rewash it at least twice to get that smell out. It's not held down by those kinds of responsibilities. It was just free and it was fun. And we had all the money in the world to spend because we didn't have a house and a mortgage and we weren't buying diapers and we weren't buying, you know, 25 million boxes of crayons, We just got to be there for each other. So seven years ago, when we were in the thick of it, I had this brilliant idea, okay, that I was going to rekindle that love the same way we kindled it in in the beginning. And so even though I'm 32, I was 32 years old, and even though I had two babies of my own, and I was a surrogate, and I weighed 200 pounds, and I didn't exactly have the same energy level as I did when I was a 21-year-old, I decided to go back to the basics. And the basics were filled with flirtation, text, and selfies. And here's why this works. And here's why this worked for me. And here's why this could work for you. Number one, men need to be reminded that they are loved. And I don't even just mean men. I say men because I'm married to a man, but this applies in any relationship. If you are um, gay, lesbian, bi, pan, a, if any kind of sexuality that you identify with, any kind of romantic life that you identify with, whether you're married or not, this 
can work because every single one of us as a human wants to be reminded that we're desired, that we're loved. And men in particular, especially my husband, is very visual. So me sending him flirty selfies was showing him my face, reminding him of what he had all day, every day. He needed to be reminded that I loved him. So number one, it worked because of that. Number two, it worked because I don't know about y'all, but sometimes my husband's memory is very, very short. So he needs several reminders throughout the day that he is wanted, needed, loved. And I needed to give him that. And number three, it worked because he's already unfortunately, being inundated all day long with pictures of women, whether it's online or in a newsletter or on a commercial or the women in his office or the woman at the gas station or whatever, he sees tons of women all day long as he works outside of the home. And so I wanted him to just always have my face at the forefront of his brain. Now, this worked incredibly well for us because I didn't expect anything in return. The man had no idea that I was even trying to work out a plan in my brain to re-woo him back in love, to rekindle our marriage. Because I didn't say, why didn't you respond to my text today? Because I didn't say, hey, how come you didn't tell me I looked cute in my selfie? I just sent him the selfies I sent him the encouragement. I sent him all kinds of cute texts all day long, and I just let it be. Whatever his response was, was perfectly fine because I was doing my part. Now, when I say I was doing my part, I was also researching the way that his brain worked, okay? Because my brain, it doesn't think like a man. It, It thinks like a woman. And so I needed to understand the way he needed things said to him throughout the day or the way he needed information presented to him throughout the day. And one thing I learned about my husband in particular, and I do think that this can translate throughout any relationship, but especially men, men oftentimes like to hear, I am so proud of you, instead of, I love you so much. They actually, there's a study and I don't remember, so don't fact check me. I mean, you can Google it, but like, I don't know where it came from. So just keep that on your, on the edge of your brain. There was a study that showed many women preferred to be said, I love you too. Whereas men always wanted to hear the words, I am proud of you, or I am proud to be your wife. Now, To me, that is so crazy because I feel weird when someone says I'm proud of you. I actually kind of feel like a mom-child situation. So the first time I said I'm proud of you to my husband, it felt so fucking awkward. And I felt like I'm not this man's mother. Why? But he instantly brightened up. And I think he like even got up and went and did the dishes unasked. And so I knew instantly that I had not been giving him the kind of love that he needed in order to feel fulfilled, which in turn was causing him not to give me the love I needed to be fulfilled. You see, so we were both doing things without realizing it, and it wasn't actually fulfilling the other person. So I started sending selfies to my husband 
to fulfill him. I started sending texts to my husband to fulfill him. And just knowing that I was filling him up started to fill me up. And little by little, I think it took about three days for him to kind of warm up to the fact that I was sending these flirty texts and these selfies. And he started responding in a really amazing way and telling me that I looked great and that he could not wait to come home. Ladies, he started kissing me as soon as he walked through the back door. As soon as he walked into the house, the first thing he did was give me a big kiss and say, I'm so glad to see you. And that was missing before. He started holding my hand again. He started sitting with me on the couch while we watched TV instead of sitting at his desk working on his computer. He stopped being on his phone so much. It truly was transformational. We started dating again. We started going out. And yes, it has now been a full seven years since we almost decided not to be married anymore. And like I said, today is our 14th wedding anniversary. And we are so in love. Sometimes it feels like we're in high school. We laugh. We cry, we joke around, we barely argue. And even when we do argue, it is so hard to keep a straight face because we just have so much joy and laughter and love. And I still send him selfies all the time to whet his appetite, to whet my appetite, to remind him what he has, to remind him that I appreciate him and love him. And I will never stop doing that, no matter how much I weigh, no matter how old I am, no matter if my boobs are dragging to the floor, that man will be getting selfies. Maybe not of my boobs, but at least of my face. And he will know that I cherish him for as long as we have together. And I literally think that this is the key to fun, silly, flirty marriages. Because y'all, I think marriages have gotten really tough lately. I think a lot of people think it has to be serious all the time because you're paying bills, you're paying for a house, you're taking care of the house, you're running this kid to this sport and this kid to this sport, and you're keeping 15 million calendars together and you forget that at the core, you're this man and this woman or this woman and this woman or this man and this man, right? Who fell in love. Now, here are some things that you can let get in your way if you don't check it. Number one, you could let your own ego get in your way. And what do I mean? I mean, you take a selfie and then you think, oh, fuck, I am not sending that. I look hideous. I do not look like I did when I walked down the aisle. I need to lose 10 pounds. I've got this huge zit on my face, blah, 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 blah. You could convince yourself that he doesn't want to see you. And that's a load of bull crap. He loves and cherishes you. That's why he married you. She loves and cherishes you. That's why she married you. That's why they're with you. They want to be with you. And they want to see you. Okay? So don't let your ego get in the way of it. Number two, you could ruin this accidentally by expecting too much. Now you need to know what your partner wants or how they need to be loved. And maybe they're not really strong at words. Maybe their love language is 
acts of service. So instead of thinking that this needs to come back in a certain way, I want you to remember to look out for cues that they are responding to your texts or your selfies. If he doesn't normally do the dishes and suddenly he's done it three times in a row, or if he offers, you know, to to let you have some quiet time, or if she takes out the trash instead of makes you do it, or vacuums, or whatever, brings you a coffee, watch for the little reactions that show that this is actually working. And then keep going. Keep adding to the things that are working and definitely keep sending those selfies. All right. Well, I am going to go celebrate my anniversary with a baseball game because that's how we do. Little League is in the house and my son has a district champion game to play for. So anniversary be damn, we're off to the baseball game. And of course, now we're painting this brand new house that we signed on today. But I need you to get this to your core. Selfies can change your life if you let them. All right, I'll talk to you in the next episode, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please remember to hit the subscribe button. And if you want to connect in other ways, you can find me on Facebook in my Glow Up community. You can also find me on my website, www.thelibertyedwards.com and on Instagram at liberty.edwards. I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Bye, besties.